when can we as a human race open up a dialogue about mental health without the stigma, without feeling weak, without air quote, you're crazy, in air quote. When can we stop looking at mental health that way? When can we start to see mental health as a part of the body, as any other organ, just as important? Because it is. Listen, sis, be determined to do the work to change the trajectory of where you're going with your life. And you can do that by starting being self-aware about your mental health. What did it look like for your family generations past? Did you see depression? Did you see some other things? Because that's going to help you identify with you, right? Be encouraged, be inspired, be empowered to obtain the peace and balance that you need. Evaluate all of you often. Do a self-inventory. You can't control others, but you can't control yourself. Hey, you're okay. You're okay. You're in a safe space and you're okay. Your trauma may not be your fault, but your healing is your responsibility. Be mindfully present in the moment and take deep breaths. Get recentered. Relax your muscles. You got this. You got this. You so got this. The change that you desire is the change you'll see right in the mirror. That's all you. And let that be okay. Don't apologize for taking care of yourself first. Be unapologetic about the way that you approach how you can make sure that you're mentally sound with a balanced equilibrium. Hi guys, welcome to the Heart of Choke podcast. I'm T.D. Montina, an empowerment coach, and I'm also a clinical mental health counselor, non-licensed. The Heart of Choke podcast was created to have these type of chats, the type of talks, the type of open dialogue that helps us understand us greater with our mental health and what does it mean to make changes. Heart challenges, heart talks, and sometimes soft ones. You can meet here every week for new information, new resources. Be encouraged to also always look in the notes for evidence-based resources as well. This self-awareness will actually help us as a human race to just be okay about how we perceive our mental health. What does it look like for you? How do you define that? Are you allowing others to define it for you? So that's the purpose of the heart choke. I'm so glad you're here and I'm so glad you're with me today. If you are a return visitor, welcome, welcome. If you are a new spectator, welcome, welcome. <laughs> welcome into this space and thank you for your time. Thank you for an investment that we can't get back after this moment. I so appreciate you. I'm T.D. Montina, and welcome to the Heart of Choke podcast. Hello, hello. So today, guys, we're going to get right into our topic. And it's been a long time coming. I think I've had many people to ask me to address this subject of depression, Please remember and make note, anytime you hear or you can connect with in the Heart of Choke podcast, a topic that is of concern, please start out your primary care physician, 
your psychologist or your psychiatrist for a diagnosis. Here in this space, we do not diagnose. We never will diagnose. But we do look at patterns, behaviors. We look at building on skills. And the self-awareness piece is the main piece. It is the foundation you will find that will help you craft out a mental health lifestyle that you can be proud of. So depression can be seen as many, many things. How that looked for you, how that looked for someone else, how that looked for me may be very different because it's an independent emotion. Depression may be, for me, not going outside for 10 minutes or 20 minutes, but for you, it could be I'm in bed all day, Tonda, right? So we're going to get into a little bit of the, the how, the what, the wins, the wheres, okay, of the word depression. Depression can be defined as an extreme sadness. And that sadness could be due to environmental stress at home. Are you going through some things at home that's causing you to not be healthy within your mental state of being? Maybe you're experiencing some abandonment at home. They're physically there, but emotionally and mentally you feel alone. Maybe you're going through real abandonment where the person is not there at all. Are you being psychologically abused by a narcissist? Are you being mentally abused by someone that you work with? Are you experiencing grief? What does your family look like, your bloodline? What does your family look like that's not blood, that's chosen? Is there some discontent or an argument or bickering or some hurt there, some strife? Also, be aware of seasonal depression. We are approaching the holidays. Do you know that about yourself if you have seasonal depression? Maybe around October, November, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, even Valentine's Day, well into February, you say, I'm, I'm normally not myself. I get irritated really bad and maybe a little, if not bad, right? And I'm sad during the winter seasons. Also, the winter seasons don't have a lot of sun, depending on the region that you live in geographically. There's less sun. Sun is very important to depression. It is very important that you get outside often, which we'll talk about in just a second. So now we're talking about environmental depression, seasonal depression. Let's talk about your genetics. Do you remember a time or two, mom, dad, grandmother, grandfather, uncle, aunt, sister, brother have stated that they have been diagnosed with depression in before in your life. Have you heard that before? Now that doesn't mean again that we're diagnosing, we're just connecting dots, right? Those things are important. So one of the things that I, I can identify with when I see someone that may be experiencing depression is a disinterest to do things that they've always done. Maybe you like to run. 
Maybe you like to play volleyball. Maybe you like to go out with your friends and really enjoy brunch. But you notice that you haven't done that in a while and not too much have changed with your friends. You just, you don't desire to do it anymore. Maybe you're, you're a social butterfly. You're extremely an extrovert. But lately you've been isolating and you've been become an introvert, which is not quite like yourself. Maybe your appetite have changed. You eat less than you normally do and you feel yourself hungry, you just don't respond to the hunger. Possibly even eating more than you normally do. While you're sad, you've increased what you're eating, the portions of your meals. Can you sleep at night? Is it difficult? to get to sleep? Are you sleeping a lot? When you're awoke, are you restless? A lot of ticking and moving and shaking and can't be still. It's like having a pot of black coffee all by yourself rush straight through your veins. Restless. Are you feeling guilty about something? Are you ashamed of something you said or did? Have you ever thought, I'm a burden to everybody, so what's the point? What's the point of being here, right? These are things that I normally see with the word depression. And now let's talk about how to combat it, how to dissolve it, how to dismantle it, how to decrease it possibly. You know, when I think about individuals that are diagnosed with diabetes, I think about their blood sugar, glucose, the hemoglobin. You know, it, it's they're not making the natural insulin in their body. Something about their body isn't allowing them to make natural insulin. And so when they get um, the medication insulin or they, they have to do the injection, that is a byproduct of what their bodies isn't creating naturally. Sometimes our brain works the same way. We have a cocktail of happy drugs, serotonin, dopamine, epinephrine, adrenaline, those things, norepinephrine. So sometimes just like the person with insulin, our bodies aren't making the natural happy drugs. Now, we don't do guilt, shame, and blame here. So you don't say... Oh my God, that's something else that's wrong with me. I'm broken. No, no, you're, you're great just the way that you are, just the way that you were created. Now, if you can identify that a, a, a medical clinician or doctor, physician have helped you with this awareness to make a hard diagnosis, never self-diagnosis, right? <laughs> That doesn't mean that you're broken or something is wrong with you. We just know about you a little bit more. Therefore, we know how to take care of you. You know how to take care of you, right? That's all that means. But there are things that you can do to help the happy drug increase in yourself naturally. Now, I am not opposed to medications. No, I'm not. 
I, one thing that I do understand is the medication only do 10% of the work. You still have to do 90%. There is no magical pill that will help you with your mental health, no matter what you may be experiencing. It will help, but it doesn't do all of the work, not 100%. You have to add that with something else. You add those medications with, I have a mental health clinician. Um, I'm also eating right. I'm also doing the other things that I need to do to take care of myself. But we, we, we not, we're not in a space where we should be okay with sitting on a couch, just popping a medication to help with the problem that we're having. That's not a great resolve. And we wanna be proactive about our mental health, not reactive. Don't wait until you're down on your, your bottom with depression to get some help, right? Once you see that there are some changes going on with you before it is severe, get the support you need. But how we can naturally create a and produce more of the happy drugs is possibly by exercise. Get plenty of sun plenty of sun. Vitamin C is one of the things that you'll notice that will help because depression don't like light. It loves darkness. It doesn't like light. It likes for you to hide away, right? And it lies to you often. Depression normally say things. It whisper to you how you're not worthy, how you're nothing, how you're always a mess up, that no one understands you that you're alone and you're by yourself. It, it likes it for, for you to be by yourself so it can whisper those things to you. So get out often, get sun often, get a support system often, activate your coping skills and coping mechanisms often. Watch what you're putting in your gut biome. What are you eating? Can you connect with not having a healthy diet, meaning vegetables, right? Meaning a healthy protein, less fat, less fast food, less carbs. And again, you want to connect with nature as often as possible. The sun, the water, the trees get grounded, smell fresh air. You want to do that often to help create and activate the happy drugs. Remember what you did the last time you were depressed. Did it help? Because if it did, maybe revisit that thing, right? If you have an emotional support animal, a dog or a cat, oh my goodness, <laughs> you're winning already. You're winning right there. Spend time with your fur baby. Don't hide away. Do not heavily isolate. And if you can identify with the the poor ADLs or activity daily livings, washing your face, brushing your teeth, shaving, showering, doing your hair, getting dressed. The house is in a disarray. It's been a long time since you've done laundry. It's dishes piled up in a sink. That means you're not taking care of yourself. That's when it's time for you to call in, phone in a friend as well as call your physician. It's time to call a friend. It's time to call a family member. You can't combat this alone, right? You need some help without feeling weak or broken or insignificant. It's okay for you to need help in this area. 
right? And so here are some basics about depression. Um, I, I always see it as uh, it's a well or a water well, an old one, old century, deep in the back of a house. We don't really see those anymore now that we're in a city, right? And, and we are in modern times. But I can see a well that's deep and it's dark and it's not a working well anymore. So it's, it has been abandoned and left alone. And depression is something that makes you feel like you're deep down in a dark, dark, wet, moist hole like that well. And you can't seem to get out if you're not careful. And you can see a little bit of the sunlight, but it's so far up there, you can't, you can't reach it. You, you're struggling with obtaining getting out. That's how I see depression. We want to make sure that you don't get that deep in the well. And that is the reason for this subject and this episode today. Be encouraged, empowered, and inspired to become self-aware with you often. Do a self-inventory about you. And you may not be the one to do the journal. That's okay. It's a little cliche right now, right? <laughs> Journaling and things like that. If you are journaling, great. Continue. Everybody need an outlet without being judged or without being ridiculed. But if you're not the journal type, then you should be sharing it often with someone and then again with yourself. What is going on with you internally and externally? Do an inventory. Write it down. Take it out of your head, which you're, you're ruminating a lot, you're thinking a lot, you're overanalyzing a lot. Take it out of your head, put it on paper and walk it through. Don't allow one life experience that you've had to overshadow what your whole life looked like just because you had a bad moment, a bad day, a bad week, or a bad month does not mean that your life is bad. Don't catastrophize the situation. Depression is listening. And it would love to remind you of all the horrible things that you may have done or didn't do or the horrible things that you may have said or you didn't say. It reminds you of what you did and everyone around you did. But listen, today's a new day. Evaluate how you can move forward positively without a pessimistic lens or outlook. I am TD Montina. This is the Heart of Choke Podcast. And I thank you humbly for your blind trust and your time. See you next time.